in the news, uh, and especially more recently, it seems like we're hearing more and more people uh, having to head to the hospital or maybe go to the emergency room because of vaping. Uh, you know, it's e-cigarette uh, vaping, a huge business and growing in our nation here in the area as well. Uh, we thought we'd get uh, a little bit of insight uh, from someone local, uh, someone with some knowledge, uh, kind of steer us through all this. Uh, you know, should we be concerned? Is it a crisis kind of a thing? Uh, Dr. Peter Miller, uh, PJ. Good morning. Here we go. Assistant Professor of Critical Care Medicine at Wake Forest Baptist Health, among many titles. Uh, thank you for coming in and talking to us about this thing. Sure, happy to. Uh, I guess we see the plumes of smoke kind of over <laughs> someone with this thing. Explain vaping, the whole e-cigarette thing, and kind of step us through, is it a crisis? Vaping seems to have become more popular the past several years, a decade or so, uh, as an alternative to smoking cigarettes or, or pipes or other forms of tobacco products. And really what these products do is they'll superheat the liquid or whatever else happens to be in that cartridge and uh, will cause it to basically vaporize so one can inhale. And the, the theory behind it is it'll limit the the burning so the smell of tobacco and possibly reduce some of uh what you inhale but that's basically the delivery method of it so it's a superheated vapor vape gas basically are all vapes pretty much the same is everything pretty much fall under the same umbrella there not necessarily the mechanism that it superheats and produces that that gas that you inhale uh, can be several different ways the the concept of vaping is pretty much same across the products but what is delivered how it is delivered um, and how the how each device is used can be very different are we talking like we're over 50 <laughs> we don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> seriously this is kind of a newer thing it's almost like you know, smoking, I think all of us in the South or pretty much anywhere uh, kind of grew up with this kind of thing. Then all of a sudden it was like taboo and it wasn't the best for you at all, uh, smoking cigarettes. And all of a sudden e-cigarettes popped up. It's kind of a uh, that next level of smoking, I guess. It's, it's definitely the next level. Um, I would say that it, it definitely targeted a, the population that was smoking. Um, even myself, I had to learn a lot about these products, how they're utilized. And even though I thought I knew some of how they worked because some of my friends vape, uh, I was pretty surprised to see how variable and how different some of these products and, and um, different delivery methods are. We're talking about the dangers of vaping with Dr. Peter Miller with uh, Wake Forest Baptist Health, talking about what has become a crisis, if you will, in regards to vaping. So a moment ago, we pretty much described uh, what encounters, what happens in vaping. So then, Dr. Miller, what is the danger that's involved? So some of the dangers that we've seen recently are an upper respiratory illness or syndrome that some patients, typically younger, uh, in their 20s, are coming to the hospital with a very non, nondescript, non, non-specific type of cough, uh, generalized weakness, other, other symptoms that are consistent with just the general upper respiratory viral infection, but they appear not to be infected with a bacteria or, or a viral infection. And some of them progress so rapidly and drastically where they need to be placed on life support to, to stay alive. Now, not all of these uh, e-cigs are nicotine-based, correct? Correct. So the ones that you can buy mostly in the stores or in the corner shops tend to be nicotine-based. But there are delivery methods where you can fill these products, the cartridges or, or the other components, 
you can fill them uh, with your own solutions or you can purchase solutions on the, the so-called black market. And it's one of these things like you, it's almost two components to it. You have the delivery system and you have the cartridges. Correct. And I think, again, that may be more of as we dive into this, that's, that's the problem is the cartridges. What's inside those cartridges? Do we really know what all is inside the cartridges if we get them online? If you're purchasing something online or something that somebody has filled in their in their kitchen and mm. is selling on the black market, you probably have no idea what's actually in it or the safety of, of what's in these products. So does this mean that the non-nicotine based are potentially more dangerous than the nicotine based? Looking at the most recent information from the CDC, it seems to be that products that contain THC, which is not what we would be able to purchase down at the corner store, those seem to be correlated with a higher higher rate of this illness, but it's still really early, so we're not 100% certain what exactly is causing causing these symptoms. Wow, so we're seeing people uh, with symptoms and getting affected by this thing, uh, but really there's still the fallout of, okay, what's going on, why is it happening, and why is it getting a little bit more widespread and more media attention? Right, and it <laughs> tends to be hitting a population yeah. that tends to assume that they're invincible to to mm. everything mm. and these are otherwise young healthy they don't have a, a big medical history they tend not to need to go to physicians uh, and it seems to be hitting this age group more drastically yeah talking about e-cigs uh, the vaping crisis uh, what we need to know what we are learning more about this morning with dr pj miller assistant professor of critical care medicine at wake forest baptist um, health and uh, we were just kind of diving in different angles of this thing it is now a phenomena. It's a big marketing right. push, especially to maybe the younger audience. Uh, as parents, what should we look for? How can we help our kids uh, navigate through this vaping thing that looks very appealing? So I think one of the one of the more important things to recognize first is, at least per the CDC, there there's this thought that there's a potential that uh, people who smoke, adults that smoke, that vaping might potentially be a way to wean off of cigarettes, but it's certainly not recommended by the CDC um, as, as a direct avenue, or is it safe for youths, adolescents, or obviously pregnant women, uh, or people who don't currently smoke. So when it comes to, to children, adolescents, kids in their 20s, it's very important for parents to have discussions, understand if there's interest, trying to keep their kids safe, knowing more so what they're doing, and being able to answer questions uh, rather than opinion-based, but but more fact-based. And I think that's what we're doing today. Right. Learning more and trying to understand more. And you guys, gals, are doing the same thing. You're kind of, okay, what is this thing? We're, we're learning such, more every day. Yeah, such, you know, people coming to the emergency room with symptoms. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, what's causing it? Right, exactly. <laughs> and as you say, since it is so new, there are certain other parts mm. of the factor, like secondhand smoke and things like that, that we don't know at this point in time what the dangers might be. We don't know what the long-term effects of, of vaping will be, or we don't know what the long-term effects of vaping uh, homemade products will be. Um, certainly, I have my speculations about that, but we're going to need decades to, to actually determine that. From the respiratory end of things, I mean, just ingesting any kind of vapor or any kind of or in substance into your body, probably not the best thing to do. There's very few things that can be inhaled and and deemed safe for the long term. So doing this on your own and uh, as a recreation thing that potentially could be addictive um, could be deadly. There 
there are definitely patients who unfortunately have died mm. from vaping related illnesses. Um, I believe all of those have been related to THC that has been um, within the product. The CDC and FDA are looking into different um, contaminants that may be in these products, but right now we don't know. So the best thing to do is to limit the use as much as possible mm. to keep as many people safe as possible. Dr. P.J. Miller with uh, Wake Forest Baptist Health. Thank you for your time today. Thank you for what you are doing on the front line uh, in this vaping crisis, if you will. We'll get information posted both on the news blog at WBFJ.FM and WBFJ, your family station, on Facebook. Thank you for your time and your service, sir. Thank you.